When the victims in the victim game start saying, we're going a little too far with this victimhood thing, that's a good sign. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the land of free speech where we can speak our minds without having to censor ourselves in order to not put ourselves out of business. Uh, I'm here with Steve Green and Scott Ott. And uh, on this particular episode of Right Angle, we are seeing something that is important. It's an important bellwether of change that's coming along. And uh, I don't know how uh, you at home feel about it, but I am not in this particular case anyway, not one of these times where I am gleefully running around about blue on blue uh, casualties. I think that the points that are being made here in this episode are actually important points. And I think that, that as a general rule, it actually shows a real sense of integrity on some level. So here's basically what's going on with the title of the LGB drop the T. There is a significant amount of pushback against the transgender movement, and it's not coming from conservatives. It's coming from gay people. Basically, the transgender movement has moved so far out of the mainstream that the gay, lesbian, and bi, that would be the LBG, uh, are saying, we don't want the T. The T is a bunch of lunatics. Here are a number of, of tweets about this issue from what I am assuming are either gay uh, people or certainly people extremely sympathetic to the, uh, to, the, to the gay rights movement. And I'm going with A on this one because I think virtually all of them say the same thing. So I'm just going to show them to you real quick so you get a sense of the flavor of what, we're, of what we're looking at here. A guy named Rick Westhorpe writes, the T hitched a ride a few years back, invited itself for dinner, and is trying to make out that it always lived here. It didn't. Pride marches, protests, and LGB rights happened without the T. I remember I was there. I also remember that the T wasn't. Joss says, no thanks, I'm gay, that's the G part, which means I exclusively like men, not women, who think they're men. Mary Mayhem, right underneath the rainbow <laughs> flag, name. says, we didn't sign on for this excrement. We don't want kids groomed. Not wanting men in our spaces or to have sex with certain genitalia does not make us transphobes. We promised it wasn't the slippery slope that they feared, meaning conservatives. You took advantage of our goodwill. It's gone too far. Jules Wanquette, 91, writes, since no LGB is trending, I hope the straight alleged allies, that'd be us, the straight alleged allies of LGB people can finally see that the T's, the trans people, are abusive, gay-denying, homophobic misogynists, and that us LGB people are taking our community back. And uh, this one's got an interesting picture, obviously, showing straight people and, and the LGB drop the T community as allies in this whole thing. And I want to close with this one because I think this one is um, is as clear as it gets. Uh, R.L. Stern writes, nobody wants to deal with the trans movement. It's full of satanic grooming, pro-body mutilation dictators who have destroyed many lives for not playing where they are delusions. Now, ladies and gentlemen, those lines are not brought to you from a Ouija board straight out of Anita Bryant's, uh, you know, uh, 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 ghost hovering over the, uh, the, the, the zeitgeist of the, of the world. This is, this is gay people. I'm assuming they're all gay who are basically saying that the trans movement has gone so far and and is so reprehensible that we need to put a stop to it. Not that conservatives need to put a stop to it. What they're basically saying in one of them, they said, look, 
when we were fighting for for uh, for gay rights, conservatives said this is a slippery slope. But God only knows what it's going to lead to. They were right. Uh, Steve, uh, you know, I I was I started hanging out in Miami Planetarium when I was 13 and there was a theater company there. I've been around gay people since I was 14 and I have some gay friends and I have some people who I who are gay or I didn't particularly like, just like everybody else. I personally, as my personal philosophy, uh, feel like it's not my business to tell anybody else how to live. But I think that's kind of where we are on this. I think that's actually the point of the LGB drop the T movement, Steve, is that is that most of the people in the in the gay rights movement at least these people seem to be saying that we were essentially saying look we would just like to be left alone and accepted we're not trying to you know to 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 rub your noses in this and now the trans movement clearly is and i find this to be encouraging so do i uh very much so um <sighs> You know, before before I get into this, I want to say something about uh, mental illness and uh, uh, mental conditions that aren't even close to mental illness. Um, and actually, let me backtrack just a moment. I was one of those conservatives who was pro-gay rights but did not see the slippery slope because I never imagined in a million years that the mentally ill would be able to, to hitch themselves onto this movement and then corrupt it from within, which is what has happened. And because of the things I'm going to say in this talk about mental illness is why we can't show this on YouTube. On YouTube. Um, Mental conditions, mental illness, like the, the, the brain is a uh, fabulously complex organ. It might be the most complicated. Th I think the structure of the Milky Way galaxy is probably fairly simple compared to a single human brain. That um, is absolutely true, by the way. It, good to know. And I, I would have bet money not even knowing that science had already determined Not even this. close. You know, when we uh, did an episode on long COVID being shown to have no actual symptoms, that it is actually mental. Uh, I, I had a, a viewer berate me for this. How dare you say it's all in my mind? And I said, no, no, I'm not trying to insult you. People have this thing that they assume that if you say it's all in your head, that they've had some kind of moral failing, not in the or slightest. Or that they're lying, yeah. Brains misfire all the damn time. It's an insanely complex organ. And of I, I bet you everybody in the world believes one absolutely stupid false thing that would make everybody else just laugh. But, you know, brains are complicated. It's fine. Relax about it. But mental illness and human sexuality are not the same thing. Uh, human sexuality has existed on a broad spectrum for all of history, and it will exist on a broad spectrum from all of, for all of history. I don't judge. I don't care. But when you have somebody who isn't really gay or straight – but whose brain tells them that their chromosomes haven't expressed themselves. It, no, it's not even that. Their, their, their brain is at war with their own biology. Now, their organs are healthy. Their chromosomes have multiplied and done all the correct things. It's their brain that is going, hey, I'm actually a girl or I'm actually a boy. And we're indulging this madness with hormones on children. We're indulging this madness with, 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 with surgery. It's absolute madness. What we have done, and it was, what did that one person on Twitter say? Uh, that they took advantage of our good nature? That's, ex that's, right. that's, 
That's exactly what happened. When you are a minority that had to, to fight for recognition, uh, you are going to be just kind of automatically empathetic to other people who seem to be going through the same thing. But it's not the same thing. We're talking about the mentally ill who instead of treating, we are indulging. And that has been co-opted by Marxists who are using the trans movement, not just to take over LGB and exploit that politically, but are using using the trans movement to corrupt the family. And you see major hospitals across the nation telling children, telling children, it's hospital policy to tell children that they can get hormones without their parents' permission or even knowledge. This stuff is going on left and right. The media won't talk about it. And it was really up to our gay, bi, and lesbian friends to take this on because I think only they could do it without getting branded. Thank you so much for taking this on. <laughs> Spread the word. Keep it going. Yeah, they're going to call them homophobes. Uh, by the yeah. way, Steve, you're talking so much about the brain. Here's a quote you might like. Uh, scientists sure. said that uh, I, I read somewhere that said that the brain is the most important organ in the body, says the brain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Brains misfire all the time. It's stupidly. It, you know, the brain is the, uh, the the Maserati of organs. I mean, it's great. It's fast. It looks cool, but it spends a lot of time in the shop. Yeah, it does. Um, Scott, I want to be careful that I'm not misunderstood about this because, you know, I think I think all of us have a personal opinion about homosexuality. And I think that one of the things about living in a in a democracy, one of your episodes is talking about how how we got to learn how to discuss things and live with each other without basically clubbing ourselves over the head. So what I'm about, what I'm about to say is not an endorsement, but I, I think it needs to be understood. People who are gay, gay men and, and lesbian women, that's true. Okay, you don't have to like it, but it's true. There is truth in that. People who want to who want to transition their sex, that's also true, but this is where the T goes off the rails. The T is now at the point, the trans movement is now at the point where it's saying that if I tell you that I'm a woman, I'm not a man who wants to be treated as a woman. I am, in fact, a woman. It is it is transmutation that my definition of who I am doesn't just mean this is who I want to be perceived at. This is what I am. The definition of a woman now is after after this two, three years of the trans movement is definition of a woman now is is that there is no definition of a woman. No one can define it. No one. And that is a lie. And that's the fundamental difference between these 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 two movements that that, that what we're seeing here are gay people pushing back against the lie not against people who, who want to transition even, about people who are insisting that you must believe that because I tell you that I am a woman and I've said so, you now have to get on board and believe me and believe that this magical thing actually happened. And I think that's essentially the, the core of the distant, the difference between these, these two people who have been allied for so long that there are so many letters now in the LGBTQ plus double plus, you know, they're saying no. There's a difference here between us. I think the whole the whole subject is interesting because, first of all, um, your sexual activity or view of your sexual nature, in my mind, should not be the basis of a political block. Um, or your identity. Yeah. No. Or fr yeah. Frankly, your identity. Um, your uh, 
it's not a community. Um, you know, it's any, if you say some loosely allied group of people, like I'm part of the baseball card collecting community, like that, like de that defines me. And we're going to start storming the gates of Washington, demanding <laughs> things because we happen to have a, we've chosen to collect baseball cards and therefore you need to regard us in a new way. Uh, it, it, that just doesn't happen that way. Um, you know, it's an interesting dichotomy here because I'm going to say some things that some people will think, well, that's very narrow-minded. Um, all of this, LGBTQT, is contrary to the will of God, just like lying is, just like gossip, just like extramarital sex or cheating or coveting something that belongs to someone else. Um, all of it is contrary to the will of God. Why does God have a will? Because God wants us to be happy. So he forbids things that interfere with the happiness that he's designed us for. So that is, you can, you can put one of those labels on every single person you meet. So then you, how do you handle it in the terms of political activism? Well, we don't have to embrace your sin to welcome you in. In other words, just because I say, I'd like you to be part of my political party, for example, or I'd like you to join this effort or movement, doesn't mean that I'm saying, hey, Bruce, I think it's okay for you and Bob to have sex with each other and to live together and adopt children. I don't. I think that's contrary to God's will. But by the same token, I've been part of a political party that welcomed in alcoholics. I've been part of a political party that's welcomed in people who were doing all kinds of things that had negative impacts on themselves and other people. Human beings are broken. That's how we are. And so we need to find a way to be able to accomplish things together in light of the, our sinful nature. So I don't think you have to embrace somebody's lifestyle. Um, I think it's almost comical that you've got one little block of sexual activists who are basically saying, I don't want this other block of sexual activists to be to be part of us. But I don't really draw a distinction and say, okay, well, you know, this side's mentally ill and that side's not mentally ill. We may all be mentally ill for all I know. But I do know that we all make bad choices because of internal drives that are not in our best interest or the best interest of others. And when we miss the mark like that, the, the, the ideal that God sets up, it, it's called sin. I think this is going to be real trouble, politically speaking, uh, for Democrats because their interest is in grouping people together. We talked about on a recent episode of Right Angle, the whole idea of Latinx, uh, as if you could cluster <laughs> people together who were from Guatemala and El Salvador and Mexico and Cuba and you know all these other countries and treat them as if they were one culture. They are not. And stop trying to, to to both do, the Democrats are doing two things. One, they're trying to group people together who have no natural affinity. And two, they're trying to divide people along lines of culture or religion or sexual preferences or all that kind of stuff. Just treat each person the best way you know how. And I don't want to know about your personal life. You <laughs> and God will have to wrestle over that. Yeah, that's the whole idea of individualism. You know, what do you think of gay people? Well, who are you talking about? There's some that I like and some that I don't. But let's get to the actual political uh, bedrock of all of this. The reason this is really important is because it is a it is a harbinger of a of, a, of the direct violation of the left wing playbook. 
just as a quick recap, the entire idea of critical theory, all the, the strategy of destroying America that we've been watching for the last 50 years is predicated on what the Frankfurt School realized. And that was that Marxism was not going to come through the economy and it wasn't going to be the worker who was going to be the vanguard. Capitalists were making things too good for the worker. So they had to find somebody else. The essence of critical theory of all of this stuff is we are going to have communism and Marxism brought to us by the dispossessed, the victims. They're the ones who are going to be the vanguard of this. And we're going to use the decency of American people and their sympathy for the underdog and the oppressed. And that's going to be the way we're going to get in here and do this. Now, for that to work, you have to take the country, e pluribus unum, out of many one, and you have to artificially divide us into little tribes. And this is the critical point. Critical theory says that every one of those people, homosexuals, blacks, Hispanics, all of them, all of them have to attack the middle, the middle. It's the middle. It's the middle that's evil. It's the traditional American model that's evil. You have to attack it from all different sides. That's why it's called critical theory. You have to criticize American culture as it is and was from different directions. But the one thing that they cannot allow to have happen is to have two of these tribes start to attack each other because they've both been elevated to moral superiority by victimhood and oppression. And when you've got two of these people that are attacking each other, they no longer have the victimhood card to play. And so it destroys their entire plan. That's why this is so significant. It's also significant to me, I think, to hear people saying things like, we, we said that there wouldn't be a slippery slope, but then there was. And, and they took advantage of our goodwill and all the rest of this stuff. This is the sound of people who are reconsidering their opinion about things. And what it's telling me is, is that the, that the Democratic Party is so enthralled to the far, far, far left that they are going to make this transgender issue the hill that they're going to stand and, and live or die on. And the reason for that is twofold. Number one, the left has to believe that if you believe something is true, it is true. Everything that they believe is predicated on that is magical thinking. Just print more money and everybody would be richer and on and on and on. But ultimately, what the trans movement is doing, I mentioned this on the Virtue Signal with Zoe, the trans movement is not recruiting kids to be trans and it's not recruiting kids to be gay. It's recruiting kids to be victims because if you can make them feel like they are victims, that, that somebody is telling them that they should be boys when they feel like they're girls, then you are creating yet another voting population of people who have a problem with, a real problem with, the central American idea of, of how we should all behave. They're recruiting the oppressed. They're trying to take normal kids and turn them into oppressed people with an agenda that they're more than happy to meet. So when, when the victims in the victim game start saying, we're going a little too far with this victimhood thing, that's a good sign. We thought we'd let you know about it. And it's nice to be able to say what's on our mind without having to censor ourselves in the way we have to in order to you know, Scott's episode on E.T. this week, and I didn't get to say what I really wanted to say about that horrible, <laughs> malignant piece of crap. Uh, but in any event, you get the idea. For Steve Green and Scott Ott, I'm Bill Little. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time right here on Right Angle. 